Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello, I'm Mayhem. Hello, I'm Chaos. And, and our, our happiness is egg-shaped. Happiness is egg-shaped. Loves a circle with no end. No, 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 Happiness is egg-shaped. Loves a circle with no end. Hello and welcome to the Happiness Is podcast with me, your host, Bruce Aitchison from Happiness Is Egg Shaped, and I am smiling like a big dafty because today I am very excited. We are joined by someone who is absolutely at the forefront of the game at the moment. If you are on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, social media, she is friends to so many and is doing so many great things to promote the game of rugby. I am very excited that she's found some time in her extremely busy schedule away from dog walks and interviews and appearances all over with the great and the good of this game that we love. So let's not waste any time and please welcome the one and the only Victoria Rush. Hello. Hey, thanks for having me. That was a really kind introduction. Thank you. Well, you absolutely are. And you must have sore cheeks because you've had to smile a lot in the last few months because you're all over the place. Yeah, I know. Well, yes and and no. It's a privilege to have the opportunity to just do the kind of crazy things that are happening, really. Um, It's not going to last forever. I'm trying to enjoy every moment I can and there, there are funny moments when you're taking photos of people I feel a bit like Mickey Mouse just sort of standing there um, and, and, and waiting but it, it's 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 incredible I don't think I'd ever thought this would be how um, life would sort of be happening I guess um, and the, the people that are you know really really happy to have the film and happy to be part of it and to have some involvement and stuff it's yeah it's been incredible and the more meeting so many people and so many clubs and 
Um, I was I was actually at a screening at Millwall Rugby Club last night. Funnily enough, I haven't yeah. seen the film in a couple of weeks, and uh, <laughs> uh, and I've seen it again. <laughs> I've seen it so many times. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's been great, and it, it's wonderful just to see everybody kind of coming together. And and actually, it, sometimes I guess it's helping people feel a bit more positive about some of the situations they're in, and and not alone with some of the situations they're in. So no, it's been um, it's been fab. But yeah, I'm slowly trying to get the smile good enough in every photo but sometimes they're a bit wonky i love the the millwall rugby club because you've been to some pretty plush dues and it's all it looks like it's all been you know timed to the the second with you've been up on stage with some pretty impressive people for q and a's and you had the premiere and then the pictures from millwall just looked proper club rugby right yeah proper rugby though and that's it the film the film's this big shiny moment where um you had those things like sitting at, at Saints at Franklin Gardens with um, uh, Lewis Ludlam and Sarah Hunter. And I'm like, what am I doing here? <laughs> this is ridiculous. Um, but, you know, those are those are wonderful things. And, and they're the people that help inspire. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm just hoping that No Woman No Try is a platform for that rather than necessarily myself, as I am not that good at rugby, let's be honest. Um, but no, it's been it's been amazing. And, and hopefully there's many more to come. You're, you're very humble because I don't think it's just those guys that are inspiring. You're you're doing so much. And I think the people at Millwall Rugby Club would back me up on that. As I told you off air, I was messaging Rocky Clark last night um, when really we should have both been in bed. But it, it cracked me up because she just kept going. You're, you're a brilliant girl. You go above and beyond. And then my favourite bit was proper class lady. <laughs> <laughs> my mum would be so proud <laughs> um yeah Rocky's a legend I met her a couple of months ago back at the um uh at the varsity match uh Oxford Cambridge and she told uh, me that too we, she told me had, that too few beers. <laughs> it may have extended through the evening but no um I I owe her a couple of beers so um yeah definitely she's a legend so you've you've been to all these things what have you just said yes to every single invite? Yes. Are you just trying to lap everything up? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. As long as it's possible, I'll be there. That's kind of how I see it. And uh, for so many different reasons, like, first of all, getting a film like this out to as many people as possible requires that one-to-one, like, go and tell everybody about it. Literally take it everywhere you can. Um, and, and secondly, I think the 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 film like you say has had all these wonderful shiny moments it's a big splash and making a lot of noise but the real change comes in those clubs with those teams like Millwall last night having conversations one-to-one with people about what they could do or what could help them or just to just to reassure them that they're not the only people feeling this way Um, that for me is how the change actually happens and we can't forget that the grassroots is actually the the 90 99 of the game rather than the international sort of top I don't know one ten percent whatever the numbers are but so yeah I, I'm I'm everywhere if I can make it I have had a bit of a break fortunately in the last couple of weeks so um I feel ready to do it again but I was I was definitely wearing thin towards the end of uh, May it was it was getting tough and that my gym my gym regime was out the window I don't think I've been to the gym for like three months I feel horrendous yeah, I just have nothing left in me I was like I can't I've got to go away 
I um I went on holiday and turned off all my social media apps, deleted the lot, even my emails, everything. Didn't have any connection to the outside world. The only every now and again, my other half showed me like dog videos on Instagram, which was, which I was fine with. But that's that's about the extent of what I saw for nearly ten days. I would honestly recommend it to anyone. Um, I I truly believe in the benefits of social media, especially for some of the stuff we're doing. But honestly, let your brain have a break. Even your emails. It was basically my mum that I was texting for a week. It was lovely. <laughs> <laughs> and she'd be delighted to get her daughter back. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. So the the film, and now I've watched it three times. Um, oh, Shauna you. makes me cry every single time. It just blows my mind. And then I actually messaged her and said, I'm one of those 40-odd-year men who you've made cry. Um, because it is. It, it's such a big moment. I'm dad to two girls who love sport. My wife is fully involved in sport, and I would call a game-changer. Um it is really important. Have you been surprised by anything that you've seen? Have you been happier maybe? Has there been moments where you thought, actually, it's better than I thought? Yeah, yes, definitely. Uh, the, the latter for sure. Um, I set out hoping that we could share a message that people would understand. And, you know, you think in a wonderful, shiny world that that'll happen and maybe a couple of people will reply and even maybe like five, ten people actually watch it. You know, that's that's the aim. Um, I think the, the boys that made it had a bit more faith in, in me than I did and they were pretty adamant that it was going to be great. And it certainly is through an incredible amount of hard work from Ben and Jack. I, I will forever put it down to, to them. Um, but the messages I've had and and from sort of release day for maybe a couple of weeks, about a month, I was getting... The first few weeks, I was getting messages, plural, a day, long essay sentence, like conversations, just predominantly from men and dads telling me how it had altered their um, sort of opinion and view on the women's game or how they're trying to be better as allies. And now they have some information to refer to and um, how it it kind of reminded them of things they'd gone through as boys when they were younger and that it actually would just kids regardless of gender just trying to find a place to have fun and kick a ball around and feel welcome and um I am not qualified to reply to some of the things that I've been sent because they're these like almost like life-changing uh experiences they're sharing um and they're not the kind of thing you can just say thanks so much for watching it really glad you liked it that's not an appropriate response to that kind of message so, so it was taking time everybody was taking a significant amount of time to get back to um and and I really wanted to make sure I replied to everybody. Now, I, 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 I'm sure I've missed a few, I have to admit, but I tried my absolute best to make sure I, I got to as many people as possible because that, for me, was really important. This is this game that belongs to everybody, not just to governing bodies or international teams. It belongs to every player uh, that picks up their boots once a year, uh, everybody that's pulled out of retirement to keep their, their local club going. Um, yeah, I think I was humbled and surprised by the number of people who did that and um you know the watch parties clubs had all over the world i wish they'd sent me photos so i didn't really see I, every now and again i hear a bit more about them. oh we did oh we did and um yeah the number of clubs that that got together um to watch it in in the hundreds which is nuts it's a real shame because i need the viewing numbers but you know if anybody hears it just stick it on in the background don't tell amazon i said that um but yeah, just, just you know, people kind of came together to watch it, which is sort of, I guess, the point. 
in the grand scheme of things, that was the idea was to bring us all together. So the fact that literally to watch it, uh, that happened. Yeah, it's been mental. It's the only way I can describe it. Probably in about 10 years time, I'll have a much better description of what's going on. <laughs> I like but, it. Um, it's mental. Yeah. At the moment, I'm just sort of trying to live in it and um, enjoy it as much as possible and, and, and get it to as many people as possible. For the last six years, Fill Your Boots has been making rugby happen at the grassroots level. Please get involved and go to www.fybrugby.com to register your club or to register as a player and join the online community to make sure that games continue to happen in the future. Join in clubs with players and players with clubs to make sure that we can keep the club game as strong as possible. Fill Your Boots bringing rugby together. I've I've been part of something, uh, a film being made, and they're now trying to, to get it shown. So I know that there's a lot goes into it. This, just, this wasn't just, tomorrow I'm going to make a film. Come on, you guys, let's go. How, how on earth did you get it off the ground? I would say that's probably roughly how it went, actually. Oh, did it? Um... Sort of. So um, on the back of the I am enough movement, I knew that we, you know, we'd had this wonderful ignite a passion in the, especially really within the women's game. But there was that hadn't translated much across the message hadn't moved across to the men's game, really. Um, and that meant it certainly wouldn't have moved to the people sat in positions of power and privilege, the ones who control our funding and our access and, and everything that we need to make the game better. Um, so like how how can we take this say we such a I think it's such a female thing I say we as I how can I take this and turn into something that will can make a bit more of a difference across the game not just um a sort of a day-long social media movement but how do we turn it into something that, that has kind of legs to it I suppose and I sort of basically sat staring at it turned off tv I'm not kidding I really did this going if it was on the telly Maybe like somebody's wife or daughter or sister or best friend would be like, you should watch this. You watch five minutes and hopefully you stay for the rest, right? And that was kind of how I was like, if I was with my other half, he believes in everything I, I talk about and do because he has to, but he actually does believe in it too. So I was like, if you didn't, and I forced you to sit and watch a film that you probably didn't want to watch and you got a few minutes in and stayed for it, then that's kind of, I guess, how we would probably start the process I don't like that it's that way and I don't like that it requires like having daughters sometimes for men to think about what women go through but you know those are the cards we're dealt right now you've got to kind of play to them so that and that's mostly how our society works you know mostly predominantly your wife probably picks what's on the tv that's fine go with it um and I played around with the idea for a couple of months I was like is this a bad idea so I was like I'll wait and if I still think it's a good idea in three months time I'll, I'll see if I can just you know give it a shot I guess and that is that's how it happened I found um Ben and Jack through Ben Urbano so he had everybody's game come out I think in the November yeah and I saw the trailer and I was like done I knew I was on the right tracks messaged him on Instagram thinking I'm never gonna hear from him uh I probably shouldn't say this but he has his email button on Instagram I was like email I think it's gone now (laughs) it's probably because of me and I was like hey look you're basically done something very similar to what I want to do for the women's game. Could I just ask you a couple of questions? You know, don't worry if you're busy kind of thing, expecting him to never reply. I, I think I got an email back that said, yeah, what's your number? And then a reply again going, sorry, 
that sh- that was too blunt. Thank you very much for your email. Really appreciate <laughs> the kind words. Would love to chat. It was really sweet. And um, literally, he put me in touch with Ben and and Jack, and and that was it. Basically, I met them, sat them down for four hours on the sofa, told them everything I thought about inequality, how film could be part of it, what I think about things that can change. Um, they said yes. To, we we joked that it was just to shut me up. Um, and 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 now here we are. Really, honestly, that is kind of how it played. It kind of sort of played out in its simplest form. We started filming like a week, so ten days later or something, something ridiculous with Zainab, and, and that then... was the first interview. And then, yeah, like crazy. You finished the film, Shauna's speech. So all these things just sort of happened. We'd finished filming with Shauna, and then they made it to the final. Then she, they win. She want to get player of the match. Like you can't write that. At the end of the day, none of this is planned. This is just playing out in life in front of you. <laughs> My guys, it's going to be great. And then short as is the speech. And I think I, I think I texted the lads. I was like, somebody get me the rights to that interview. We have to use it. And, you know, you just, it's just the world just played it out for us. You know, if they hadn't made it to the final, we wouldn't have had that speech. We wouldn't have had this moment for Shauna and, you know, this fantastic sort of closure of the film um and then then yeah in its simplest form amazon eventually agreed to to pick it up we spent ages lawyers do things no idea what <laughs> they phone you and like there's this word i don't like and i don't even know what that means can you use it in a sentence I'm like i still don't know what it means <laughs> it makes less sense now you've used it um and eventually you know it all comes around to just delivering it all in the way that they need it and where they need it and when they need it and they were like global release I was like holy hell it'll be everywhere like everyone everywhere can watch it um and and then yeah we sort of planned from there so from January to to sort of March um we just planned the release and the chaos uh yeah, I posted the trailer on social media. My phone just exploded for the rest of the day. I was like, oh, I don't really know what to do with this. So I just sort of left it and went out for lunch. I'm not kidding. I don't know what to do. I'm just going to go eat some food and hide. Um, and people just, from that, from the 4th of March, people just, every every day, somebody else found it and picked it up and, and sent a message or shared it or tagged us in it. And yeah, just the ball began rolling. It was, um, I kind of wish I could go back to the yeah. day before it was quite wonderful to have it to myself. The point is, it's not mine. It's everybody else's. It's for, for everyone. But there's something quite, quite nice about it just being this project we'd worked really hard on that was that was kind of coming to fruition. Um, but yeah, just posting a trailer and then putting your phone down. It's like I'll get in the shower and just see if anybody sees it and come back. And it's just like ah, uh, yeah, it was fab. I can't, I can't deny that. You never do it again. You know, it's the first one I've ever done. Yeah. Um, never made a film before ever. I think that's still the, the kind of joke part of it. So literally, I don't even know how to turn a camera on. <laughs> I know what they look like now. I didn't know before. Um, but yeah, it's it's been it's been a really cool journey, and I'm still hearing, I'm still riding it. I remember hearing, and I've seen your pictures with them, Johnny Wilkinson, who's he's exactly the same age as me. Johnny and I were born on the same day and I played against him for about two minutes once many moons ago. And he, and how I would, I mean, I would marry him. Um, but he, he said he would have given anything for 15 seconds before the final whistle in the world cup final, not the celebration, not the, not that bit. It was the bit just before. And it's that, feel of you had control then didn't you you knew what was going well, on the, and then... the, the sad thing is on that day 
I don't really talk about this, but there was a bit of a kerfuffle. It's a great word. Uh, around the, the announcement and the press around it. Um, so unfortunately, the sort of 12 odd hours leading up to that moment, which most of them I was asleep for, were, were really, really stressful. And they weren't fun at all. And I had to make a call at quarter to 10. What we were going to do, we're we going to hold off another three days or we're we just going to do it. So at quarter to 10, I was like, we're going. I'm done. I've waited 18 months for this moment. We're going. So it wasn't really this like wonderful, like, yay, here we go. It's just like, I've made a decision. <laughs> and then I was like, I haven't written a social post. So I've got 15 minutes to write the, the biggest social post of my life, which is never the way to do it. Always pre-write it. um yeah so uh, that's kind of it wasn't so yeah I would 100% I'd like to go back maybe 12 more hours on top of that and just live the live the like it's gonna be great this is gonna happen yeah Yeah. this is gonna happen and the the people that are in it you you gave such a platform to who now you know the the clothing line is is all over the place the the shorts are now readily available and you've got the no woman no try um line as well yes it's, great i love it. it i just ordered all of mine yesterday which is really late i've just not got around to it um but yeah i've literally and bought my other half one of everything i was like you're having the lot and i expect <laughs> to see you in them every day <laughs> um, yeah those are great fun. things though aren't they because it it's another little bit of ownership yeah, and it's something for people to feel part of. I think that everything came back to making sure like the game knows that you're part of something else. And because uh, I do feel like the top flight, especially the Premiership and the international, can feel quite far away from the rest of us picking up our boots on a Sunday and just scrabbling a team together and hoping bits don't fall off when you sort of start heading towards your thirties. Um, and yeah, that's. I guess the idea of having a closing line kind of hilarious still to me because I always thought that'd be really cool but never really thought it'd be real um and then Steph was like we got to do it send me send me the logo I was like, okay sounds great you know um but it, it's really nice to see it and I wear the jumper all the time everyone's like I'm so on brand I've got my, <laughs> got my tote bag I've got my jumper on uh you can't miss it um but I think that's that's kind of been sort of this wonderful slow not planned um evolution of it for everybody uh, and, and i hope that kind of i think shauna's still surprised that her head is on the back of the jumper like she was a little taken back by that i didn't tell her until it was printed which i probably should have done um so the cream the cream uh jumper sweatshirt's got yeah. just shauna's head on the back <laughs> which i think's fab but uh, i think she was slightly less <laughs> in agreement with me i want to see her mum wearing one of those mm. i think that, that oh my god cool. that's such a good shout i'm gonna send one to leslie her yeah. mum is a hero by yeah. the way her mum is the real mvp honestly what a legend there is so many nice little bits in the you know there's the big moments like shauna's speech but there's listening to her sister talking and <clears throat> You know, seeing the challenges that Steph had had. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And those proper little intimate moments that, again, you, you couldn't have planned, but you got and were so important to you know anybody could watch any movie and they can be forgettable it's the emotion that you connect to that makes it so important and that that piece that you've produced has just had so many of them in it yeah we were really lucky um everybody agreed to just do whatever they could you know there, there was no promise of amazon there was there was barely a promise of youtube realistically it was just i have an idea i think it could work um if you're in sort of let me know and, and the joke with Shauna is just like one day sometime in early 2021 I think I messed I DM'd her we'd never spoken before I said okay mate making a film do you want to get involved she's like who is this weirdo I do not know and it's like I want to make a film um unfortunately she said yes but I just explained it to her I was like I'm just hoping that you know there's a, a little girl that sticks in sport because she could see some some role models and some heroes on the telly and and that was really it and the same with everybody you know z said yes the day before she won her sunday times grassroots sports from the year 2020 so she knew that we were in it for the right reasons not because she won the award we were super lucky that she won the award and, and I've, I've said that to her you know you run it the next day and it's like gold but all this stuff just happened for us it was we were really lucky in that respect and uh yeah everybody just open up their homes and their lives and their and their stories you know Steph's story was really hard to listen to but never going to be as hard as having to live through and I certainly didn't know she was going to say that which is why we cut the moment and you see what actually happened and you see the room we're in we're in a gym a friend of mine uh, from school runs in Bristol and he it was a kind of I think like late early January or early uh, late winter last year and uh, everything was still locked down at gyms and stuff and I said look you've got this really big empty room can I borrow it for a couple of hours Um, and he sat there and listened and watched and watched us do it Uh, and yeah Steph sharing that moment I was like this will resonate with everybody men and women this isn't a this isn't necessarily a gendered experience there are so many boys who play rugby because it accepts their body shape and their body type for who they are and that's exactly what Steph's talking about she's just talking about being a kid that didn't fit into some of the mainstream society and we we all get that so I was so proud of her for sharing it but I didn't want to put it in the film unless even though she'd said it I didn't want to just stick it in the film like well you, you know you said it I, we cut we cut the scene together and then I, sh- I sent it to her and I said, look, I need you to sit with this for a couple of days and just, you know, let me know if you're comfortable with this. Don't want to share it without your actual approval. See it again and be sure. It was a really big thing to share um, and a really, a really honest moment. But, yeah, she understood why it would be it would be beneficial for people to see that story and to hear that story from her. Uh, but, yeah, really tough. Some really tough moments. Um, but then you Let's- get people like... Shauna's family and a grandpa who <laughs> absolute hero honestly that man is great um who, who just brings some some light relief and some fun and some reality to you know just going home and having a cup of tea with your mom and 
the WhatsApp group that she talks about, and it's all true. <laughs> <laughs> we just sat there, and the mum's like, "I just needed potatoes." <laughs> just like, yeah, she and his family keep her really humble. Yeah, I love that. Hello, my name is Bruce Aitchison from Happiness is Egg Shaped and I am here to tell you where you can get your Happiness is Egg Shaped merchandise. Go to www.halbro.com and search for Happiness is Egg Shaped in the stores. We've got it all. Umbrellas, snoots, hats, towels for when you eventually get to go on holiday to the beach or by the pool. We've got hoodies, we've got t-shirts, we've got all sorts going on there. Check it out. Get your Happiness is Egg Shaped merchandise. You can get it all coloured up for your favourite team or for your country, get involved because you know, I know, everybody knows, happiness is egg-shaped. Let's rewind the tape all the way back. I I want to know if this is the truth. I read that your first game you caught the ball and felt like, this is me. Training. It was a a training session. Yeah, it was it wasn't even a game. It was um, I was at uni and I didn't know that women played rugby until I was 19, which is it's really sad to really say. And people, people are quite surprised by that, I guess. Um, and there was a tri- there was like a trials thing just to get more women in the in the club. Uh, so I went down my second year running around and I had no idea what was going on. I'd watched rugby for years with my dad, like the England team on the telly, but I'd never really watched anything else. Just sort of, I remember it really clearly. I'm in a sports hall. That's, that's how that it was, and um, just caught the ball. And I was like, "Oh, this is great." We're not even playing contact; we're playing touch. And I was like, "In." <laughs> and that was it. I never played. I never went back to. I played hockey for at school up to that point, and um, I was a goalkeeper. So probably the closest position you could get because you can run into people as a keeper. Yeah. Um, and there's a little bit of contact involved in that and diving around. So um, yeah, it was probably the closest I was going to get. And, and now I'm understanding why you are crazy. Hockey goalkeepers are amongst the most bonkers people on the planet. Oh, I, was, I why, used to love it. Why would you do that? Why would you be a well, hockey you're covered goalkeeper? In pads. It's not like it's it's not like it hits you. I mean, it does occasionally, but no, it's, I really I really loved it. So it was kind of like a close connection to uh, to what I guess I'd done before in that respect, and that was it. Done. But you, you've you've played at Twickenham. I did. I will say that was being carried on the back of the team I was playing for, rather than me being there. Uh, hey, you've own got an appearance at Twickenham. You've got an appearance at Twickenham. That is awesome. I still have my shirt. It's um, it's got my name on the back as well, which is a whole other topic. I think that it's uh, a real shame that women's names aren't on the back of their club shirts. And and another thing that I'm going to continue to try and champion in next season really annoy all the owners of all the of all the Prem clubs until somebody listens. Um. Yeah, it's got my name on the back. So I think it's the only shirt I actually have, like playing shirt I have that's ever had my name on. So it's still in the wardrobe with the silver medal. We didn't win the game, but I, I still own it. You know, I still have it. I'll never let it go. It's hung up next to a signed uh, England women's shirt, funnily enough. Uh, when I have enough space and I have a house, and I will, uh, it will be on the wall in a frame. But yeah. unfortunately, you, you, I don't have that kind of wall space. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you need an office that's your own. That, that's what I've got. It's it's an amazing thing to think that you had no idea, and now here you sit as a, whatever title you want to give it, influencer, game changer, um, personality, I don't know, celebrity, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you started off with no knowledge at all, and in a really short space of time, 
you're right at the forefront of somebody making connections and, and pushing things forward. Now, I, I don't buy the, I just wanted to make an impact on one person. I, I don't, I don't buy that. That's it. You, no, that's it. Everything comes were, back to that. You, but you can't, you can't, you can't now hope that that's what happens. Now it has to be a, a bigger no, I, change. Honestly, I really, no, I really do. I think, um, Steph says it's, you know, rugby's about leaving the jersey better than you found it. And for me, my life is about leaving the world a better place than when I got here. And if that means one person has a slightly better experience because they were able to see their role models and, and follow a passion or they can feel slightly less alone in something or don't have to go through the experiences I've been through, then for me, the world's a better place. So I, it only has to be one person and it will forever only be a case of it being one person. If it's more, then you know what, absolute win. But one person for me um having a slightly better experience than than other people have that's honestly that's it every time well please please don't leave now because you've already achieved that times <laughs> times lots and lots and lots i think i've spoken about this before to to players i think lockdown helped the women's game because social media the the women's players are so engaging on social media mm. and they seem to embrace it as a way to stay in touch and because lots of them weren't furloughed because they weren't employed by clubs they were still able to produce content and they were still able to engage and then the six nations while it was frustrating it was behind closed doors there was a great opportunity to to show on tv because there wasn't much to watch and and they got an audience and i think a lot of people arrived at that point would you agree uh, yeah, I think it's in the time when you're living it, it was it's extremely difficult. If, and if you look at the numbers of how women's sport was dropped in compared to men's sport and all those kind of things, it it was there was a very clear disparity between the two. But if we're now technically on the other side of it, um, and you look back, we had the I'm Enough movement, the I Care movement, the Women's Six Nations moved to its own um window which has now been officially given its own window and and those are positive things you know the the like you say the attendance numbers to matches are record numbers every time because the stadium keeps getting bigger the number keeps going up um so if you look back yes in many ways i think covid ended up having a positive effect but i think living through it there were many you know i think it's pretty tough um and it would it would have been hard for any of any of the players who had to had to live through it but Overall, I'd hope that actually there was a positive um, and it gave us time. I, I don't think if I hadn't have been, you know, at home every day for forever, for two years or whatever it was, um, I wouldn't have had the time to sit back and go, OK, actually, maybe there's something that we need to do around this this Canterbury kit thing. And maybe this movement's a good idea. And I'd probably been distracted with work or doing something else or whatever plans, you know, we would have had. So being sat at home, you could look at things with a bit more time and, and and a bit more of a broader picture and go okay we should do this and then I step went on to do I care and I don't know if they'd have happened if, if we'd have just been in normal day-to-day life yeah. and if you know if the uh, I am enough movement didn't happen no woman no try certainly wouldn't have happened so yeah I guess I, I personally have to say in the end of the day it was safer than me baking, baking banana bread because I uh, turns out I'm really bad at baking <laughs> So, so else you, that. yeah. So lots of people found hobbies in lockdown. You decided to make a movie and change the world. Yeah, that's that's yeah. just how you roll. 
that was the, yeah that is the that's the sort of running joke at the moment but honestly you don't want me baking like I'll say that as a fact <laughs> so the the movie's out you've been to all the events you're speaking to people you're planning a tour there's all sorts of things going on the six nations was spectacular in many ways a bit sad in others that you know England weren't ran away with it which is and the the squad they have is just outrageous yeah, and it's up, to, it? it's up to everybody else to pick up and and try and catch um you certainly don't want yeah. to put put the handbrake on them at all what what do you see happening for this next period of time as we go towards a world cup and hopefully six nations can grow is there a lot of optimism i think so i think you're right that the other nations are going to have to find a way to step up there's little pockets of it here and there. You see New Zealand have given contracts. Italy have given contracts. We've just seen, as you said earlier, that Scotland have given their package. Um, uh, Wales have their contracts, etc. So we're getting there. Um, and I think they might feel short-term now, and they do feel a little short-term, but it's a step in the right direction. And you do it once, hopefully you'll start to, to consider doing it again. Um, and I'd say that all of those nations will see a benefit from that. Uh, maybe 12 weeks is a little too short a time to prep for a World Cup, uh, having not been professional, but it's still, it's still, it's something. And um, I know everyone says we shouldn't be grateful for just a little bit, but we can be grateful there's progress made. Um, and that's down to all the players, I'd say, fighting for it. So, yeah, I think we're in a really good, really good position. I, I don't know how long it will take for a team to catch up to England. Like you say, I think the final for me will be an England, either France or New Zealand, unless somebody comes away with an absolute storming campaign. I think that's the final. And uh, from what we've seen with France um, in the Six Nations, even at home in France, that, that wasn't really a close game, realistically. So uh, New Zealand are going to have to pull something really big out, I think. Um, yeah, so maybe next Six Nations we'll see a bit of a closer contest. If not, we might have to wait a couple more years before uh, maybe Wales catch up or, or somebody else has started to started to work it out. I was at the Scotland-England game at the Dam Health Stadium um, and it was just spectacular. It was blue sky and sunshine. Yeah. Uh, crowd was there. Maggie was there, Burf was there. There was a whole load of people in the in the crowd watching. Judy Murray was there. there it was just spectacular. And the crowd, yeah. there was an announcement made that the players weren't able to stay for selfies and all this kind of thing. It just completely went out the window. It was brilliant. Yeah. They, they were all over it. The, there was so many people queuing and shouting their names and desperate to be part of it. And the players... I don't know if they lap it up or if it, they just see it as a role, but they spent so much time engaging. How important? It's a bit of both. Yeah, I think. How, how important both. is that? How important are, are those moments? Because not everyone can be at those games to make that connection, but everybody sees the post on social media. Yeah, definitely. Like, um, like you say, I think they, from from what I understand from Shauna, is that they want they want to do it as much as they know how vital it is to help. Um, inspire that next generation and it, I don't think we'll have this long you don't really get it in the men's game anymore they just they just circle the the pitch after club matches and you certainly can't get it at Twickenham um, so I think they're making the most of it whilst they can uh, once the game becomes a bit more distant like the men's then then they won't be able to so well, those one-to-ones aren't going to last forever and it, I think it's probably quite wonderful for them 
to go from especially the six, the closed Six Nations, nobody, to having suddenly hundreds of people desperate to have a photo with you, to have a signature on some something that they've bought. Um, and that, yeah, I think it's pretty wonderful for them. Uh, I, I certainly think it, it looks fab. I love watching them do it, um, watching them just walk around for hours. They're out there. Uh, it's got to be bad for their recovery, but they're literally just walking around, even if they're cold, just making sure they've got as many people as possible. Who who do you look at and think that would have been my role model when you if you'd been if you were ten year old Victoria running around on a Sunday morning who would you have wanted to be? Good question. I can and you're say not, I you're not allowed to, be... to see you're not allowed to say Emily Scarrett because everybody would say <laughs> Emily Scarrett. Um, no, I'm sure it probably would have been her realistically, but I think I would have actually I love Ellie Kildun and I love Abby Dow and. Um, uh Leanne Riley as well I was always really interested in the nine when I was uh when I was a kid um so yeah probably one of those three yeah Helena Rowland is just off the hook for me uh, it's just play her anywhere and she'll still be outstanding yeah. but Ro- Rona Lloyd's my favorite always going to be my favorite Rona is just bonkers uh, we, we've not got a lot of time left Victoria what, what's your thoughts on that idea of a British team do you think that's realistic or is that at the moment a bridge too far I don't I don't see why not I think they'd have to be I think a coach would have to be very liberal in making sure that it's not just an England team because there are plenty of players out there who would deserve to be in it so it just couldn't be too one-sided but um, I don't think it has to follow the men's structure in the same way it doesn't have to go to those same countries it could do but why not make it different you could there's no reason why you can't have a, a, a British team. Just look at making the structure work for the women's game. Why aren't we going to Spain? Why aren't we going to the USA and Canada? Um, countries that are further forward in the women's game um, or in many ways probably need a little bit more development time as well and, and, and actually somewhere for us to go. It doesn't have to exactly follow. I think that's the mistake we make. They're saying, well, this is what we do for the men, so we'll do the same again. We have a British team, and we should have a British. I don't see why not. You know, we we are actually Great Britain, um, but maybe just look at the execution being slightly different to fit around what works best for women's game. And realistically, why not? You've got the men going and covering one part of the the world. Why can't the women go and cover and grow the game in another part of the world? You know, split 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 the difference. Uh, if anything, it's just creating a bigger product. But the, then you've got the politics and and all that kind of thing. And um, I'm sure there's a reason oh, let's not talk why politics. we'd have to do the same thing. But no, exactly. So if you do anything, why not? Why not make it similar but different? And uh, I think a British team would be absolutely fantastic, especially for the development of um, of the women around around sort of some of the England training and things like that. It's uh, it's a great way to do it. So I don't see why not. Would you get to go to the World Cup? Are you going to be there? I don't think so. It's not looking like it's on the cards this year. Are you kidding me on? Surely there's an invite. I thought you'd be presenting the trophy. <laughs> Should be. No. <laughs> no, I uh no, I'm not going. Oh um, well, you'll be watching it from afar like the rest of us. Excited I will, I'll be it. up at two o'clock in the morning watching and, all the games. And your your prediction is England win. Yeah, it, it it certainly looks like it. They're just going to continue to break records. Uh, yeah. Victoria, I've absolutely loved speaking to you. Um, 
I hope there's a chance for a part two. We've not spoken about half the things that I thought we might have got into, but I've absolutely loved it. Um, as we get to the end of these, I ask guests to finish a sentence for me. I did give you a little bit of a prompt, but I'm not sure where this is going to go. So for you, Victoria, happiness is? Uh, knowing I've left the world in a better place than when I found it. I love that. I love that. Amen and mic drop. Victoria, thank you very much. I, I hope at some point we get to meet in, in person. Thank you so much for joining us. No worries. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Well, there you go. That is rugby royalty, I reckon, and somebody who is leaving the world in a better place than she found it. So much in there, so much to grab hold on to and to go forward with and making a difference to so many people. If you've enjoyed it, you can catch us on Apple, Acast and Spotify, and you can watch on Facebook and YouTube. Give us a like, give us a review, tell your friends and make sure everybody knows that the Happiness Is podcast is out there with great guests. We've got many more to come and there's many more in the bank. Go and have a look at the back catalogue and there's bound to be something there for you. In the meantime, my name is Bruce Edison from the Happiness Is podcast and my happiness is egg-shaped. I look forward to speaking to you all again very, very soon. Thank you. Hello, I'm Mayhem. Hello, I'm Chaos. And our happiness is egg-shaped. Happiness is egg-shaped and love's a circle with no end. Happiness is egg shaped. Wait, um, happiness is egg shaped. Happiness is egg shaped and loves a circle with no end. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 